Viewer discretion is advised for this love theme podcast. The content may contain discussions and sensitive topics related to relationships, dating, and love. Some content may not be suitable for all listeners, especially those uncomfortable with open and vulnerable conversations. We encourage our listeners to practice self-care and to reach out to a trusted friend or professional if they need support. You have no friends, you have me. Welcome to the Lost Lover Boy Podcast. Welcome to the very, very first episode of the Lost Lover Boy podcast. We are calling this episode Lost Lover Boy. See, each episode will be structured based on a very popular song in typically R&B or hip-hop culture. Um, And this is off my song, Lost Lover Boy. And it's why we're here. Because so many people felt it was, you know, um, felt compelled, felt moved by my words and, you know... um, quotes I've given or advice I've given or things of that nature. And it's created such a movement to where I'm grateful. I think it's God, you know, Uh, but so many people, it also comes with so many questions. It comes with who are you? It comes with the most popular. How tall are you? It comes with, uh, you know, why are you? What are you? How do you smell? You know, no, I quit. I quit. So listen, I am here to get those questions answered for you. And right off top, I could tell you my name is Kevin Dimitri Wiley. Dimitri is actually my middle name, and not a lot of people know that. Um, I've always been addressed as Dimitri for the most part, other than like school or some shit like that. Um, but for those who don't know, now you know. We are connected. You will never unknow that. But um, other questions. Where I'm from? I'm from the west side of Chicago. I am 27 years old. I have siblings, but we are not all the same. No one's all the same. Um, I have uncles, for those who ask. I have... They, we, we aren't the same. I can't assure you they think how I think. But anyway, um, I'm a cancer. My birthday is June 23rd. I am 5'11". Um, t- probably taller than you. Um, I go to the gym often. But uh, what I'm most proud of this year alone with this beautiful thing you see in here, I've established a um, production company with my brothers. And I'm very, very fortunate to be able to do things like this because we made it happen. So I'm going to give it up give it up for my brothers one time. You know what I'm saying? Uh, I'm grateful to have them. I tell them every day. But everybody want to know how I developed this level of emotional intelligence. I'm going to tell you. This, we're going to get into the story. It starts back when I was 13 years old. I was a very, very insecure child. I was a very, very, you know, my, your, your family kind of add to it a little bit unintentionally because they don't know it's hitting home the way it is. So... I was a very insecure child, and being an insecure child, you know, I, I, I remember in high school, like, flirting with people. I ain't going to say no names, but I see you at the 10-year reunion. Uh, I remember flirting with people, and it was nothing. You know, it was cold. It was dark. It was, it was not, you know, nobody can tell who you are cause, because you have to explain who you are. We judge off looks. We judge off words. We judge off all of these things, and, you know, I wasn't upset or bitter about it or anything like that, but um, I've always been this person. But how this person became so emotionally intelligent, because of that, I met this young girl when I was about 13 years old. I was actually walking out of park, and she was actually walking into a park. And, you know, we had exchanged nothing crazy, just like the 
general Facebook messenger. Let me let me rate you one through ten. Y'all don't know if y'all remember that. Y'all might be a little too young for that. But if you remember that back in the day, it was always, you know, you cute, you handsome, you fly, you stylish. Let me rate you one through ten. And, you know, she gave me about a good 9.3. You know what I'm saying? She gave your boy about a 9.3. I don't know if it was 9.3. I can't remember that far back. But I remember that was the only time we ever engaged. Ironically enough, we had been in kindergarten together. We was actually in kindergarten photos together. And I had been tied to her family my whole life. I knew everybody except for this young lady, which is crazy. But um, that young lady was the first person that ever made me feel valued. She was the first person to make me feel cute. She was the first person who paid me attention. She was the first person who said, you know, I appreciate you for the way you are. I remember at the time, I ain't going to lie to you, I remember the day vividly because that's how my mind works. My mind works in stages of, you know, um, like a movie, you know. And um, I had on these green and white Air Force Ones. It was white Air Force Ones with the green swoosh. I had on this Air Postal Polo. Hey, that motherfucker said A87 right here. I had on these, like, it was like white man golf cargos. They was fly for, you know, what I had, but that's all I had. You know what I'm saying? And I, I probably had a mohawk at the time. I don't even remember. I was a wild boy. You know what I'm saying? I was out here doing anything. But um, she, she cared through that. You know what I'm saying? Um, and with that, we started conversing and talking every day. And I think that lasted for approximately like six months. Nothing crazy. But, you know, a summer as a child felt like three summers as an adult. You know what I'm saying? I don't know if you can relate to that. But we was kicking it and we was talking. And I remember like sneaking out of my crib with my older brother because he was dating her, oldest, her younger sister. I remember sneaking out of my crib with my older brother like four in the morning to go around her granny house and sneak through the window. We was bad in the motherfucker. We got caught and we got reprimanded for it. You know what I'm saying? We we understood what we was doing wrong, but I remember like, I remember like getting on a bus. I had never been on a bus. My first ever time on a bus was going out to this girl house. I ain't tell my parents. I ain't know no routes. I hopped on Cicero, went to about, I was in the hundreds. I ain't never been in the hundreds before. You know what I'm saying? It was new for me. I was probably like 87 for real, but everything feels like hundred. I'm from out west. You know what I'm saying? Um, and I get out there and her mama welcomes me in and uh, she cooked and I remember her cooking and I remember getting caught the same day. We got caught the same day. But the whole time of me going home, like, in anticipation of getting fucked up, I was cool because I was with her. You know what I'm saying? I had knew, without a doubt in my mind, this is what love felt like. I was falling in love with this young lady. And um, I was terrified. If you want the complete truth, I was fucking terrified. Out of my mind. I said, what? in my mind can convince me that I care about this young girl's health more than I care about my own. And um, that's exactly what it was. Love is a scary thing and love became a scary thing for me. So I was terrified. So what did I do? I did what any kid would do. I went to my older brother and like, bro, you got to break up with her for me. Bro, please handle that for me. And I gave my older brother my phone. He called her. It was probably like a, a, a flip. You know, you know, it was a flip. Hey, y'all might be too young. I'm, I, I'm like 93. You know what I'm saying? I gave her the flip. I gave him the flip. He called and he like, you know, he said he can't do it no more. And he made up some bullshit ass excuse. It was all bullshit. And truly in my heart of hearts, I knew that's not what I wanted. But I was just scared of loving somebody more than myself. We even had songs. Like, what 13-year-olds what got like, uh, yeah, this is our song. You know what I'm saying? And uh, it was a Big Sean song at the time. 
But that's right around the time Take Care came out. So, you know, it was a big little wave for me. That portion of my life did so much for me. But shortly after that, she experienced a loss in her family that no one can ever truly relate with if you've never been through it. She lost a parent, her mother specifically. That same mother who was so kind to me in that house. The same mother who loved me for just me being, you know, there for their child. And what I did in my mind, I correlated the idea of that to the idea of what I owed her. And I said, and, and for those who don't know, that's called trauma bonding, you know. And in my mind, you, you don't know about it as a child, so when you do it, you, you can't blame yourself. But I did. I, I, I did it. And my whole life became devoted to making this girl happy, you know, um, to pleasing this young lady. And time passed. I, went, I ended up begging my parents to let me attend a funeral. They ended up pulling me out of school, taking me to the funeral and all of these things. And um, time passed, and we wasn't in each other's lives for a brief period. We hadn't spoke again until maybe senior year of high school. But mind y'all, I was dating. I was out. But in the back of my mind, this girl was always there, always there. I would watch movies and, and, and attempt to emulate what I seen on screen, like, oh, when she come around, this is how I'm a lover. I would listen to music and say, okay, this is how it works. This is how you let a person know you care about them. Okay, I'm going to do this. You know what I'm saying? Everything became a, a Disney movie in my mind that I was writing for when she came back around. So we, again, ended up speaking on my senior year of high school. We was actually supposed to go to prom together. And she ended up getting a boyfriend right before prom. After we made the agreement to go together, I was a little salty, but you know, I'm a firm believer in unconditional love, and I tell y'all this, and, and I think it's truly what we miss out so much on in relationships these days. The word unconditional, meaning I'm going to love you whether you love me or not, whether you're good for me or not, simply for who you are. So I remember um, I had a car. It was an Audi. My parents had gave it to me. That motherfucker had no power steering fluid. Listen, you could turn, but it wouldn't turn. You literally had to wheel that motherfucker. My homies remember being in that Audi senior year. You know what I'm saying? But they ain't see me struggling. I was strong. People ask me why I'm strong now. That Audi wheel. I was, you know what I'm saying? Tugging that motherfucker. But I remember having no gas. I was working at like Kmart. I ain't had money to put no gas in my shit. It was, it was there, but it wasn't there. I drove all the way out to her house to watch her and her boyfriend go off on prom. And in my mind, I'm like, I love this girl. It was a movie for me. I love this girl. And watching this is tough for me. But I was there to support her. You know, and that, that's what it was about for me. Uh, I told y'all, in my mind, I had to make up for the trauma I caused, the, the, the pain I brought her when I, she was younger. You know, um, and that happened. And it was tough, you know, but I moved on with it. But even in preparation for my prom, because she went to prom before me, in preparation for my prom, all my mind was on that day was this person. Um, I remember coming outside, like when you first initially step outside for prom and you look around and see who's there, I saw her mother and her grandma. And when I didn't see her, it kind of, you know... Broke my heart a little bit, you know what I'm saying? But it was the first time I realized since I was 13 that you got to kind of keep pushing forward with your life. And I actually got in a relationship prom night because I was talking to somebody that, you know, was 
good for me and I was good too. So I actually ended up getting in a relationship prom night. And that relationship lasted like five plus years. You know, it was a long distance relationship. She had went away to school and I tried my best to be that um, person for her that she needed. But in the back of my mind, it was this young lady. And I hate that, I hate that it's a thing, but it's reality. So my five-year relationship ended uh, because of something that had happened in her past that I couldn't see past. You know, man, I really emotional creatures when it comes to um, sexual activity and things of that nature. So I had found out she had been with someone that I was cool with before. And I couldn't unsee that. I'm like, how does this little princess that I, you know what I'm saying, to wrap myself in, how are you so victim to this trap, you know? And it was a kid's mentality. I completely understand that. It wasn't, it's not, I don't agree with things like that today. You know what I'm saying? But as a kid, trying to trick your mind is one of the hardest things you'll ever do. Um, so I ended that relationship. And I didn't get in a relationship for quite some time after that. Maybe a good three years after, whatever the case was. So... Me and this young lady from my childhood began to reconnect through Snapchat, ironically. You know, I made him just like slid a compliment or something and she responded to it. And, you know, we actually just started talking and come to find out she hadn't been in a relationship that she wasn't too fond of. She had been in a relationship that wasn't serving her purpose, but she had moved to Atlanta. And this relationship in Atlanta wasn't the best, you know, and I had been informed like the family um, couldn't come get her. So I said, she, she was telling me about the problem, and I was she like, want to move back to Chicago? And I was like, fuck it, I'll come get you. I was at work at the time, Friday. And um, she like, you bullshit. I said, I ain't bullshit. You know, I, I, I wasn't in the habit of telling her I love her at that point, but in my mind, it was always love. I was in love with this young lady, still, from 13. And um, it felt like God's plan. So I called my homie at the time. I said, yo, bro, what you up to this Friday? You got anything to do? He, shit, I'm at the crib right now. What you on? You trying to drive to Atlanta with me real quick? He said, real quick? <laughs> he said, fuck, how long is the drive? I said, about 10, 12 hours there, 10, 12 hours back. He said, we getting a hotel? I said, I didn't plan on it. I planned just blowing the weekend. He's like... Fuck is you driving to Atlanta for? I was like, shit, this is exactly what I told him. I got to pick up the love of my life. <laughs> I was like, he was like, shit, I come out, you know? How come it's right now? I was like, I'm there when she need me. He was like, um, this the one you would tell me about? Yes, this is the one I would tell you about. Absolutely, I'm down. And I remember like running a van. I didn't make her pay for nothing, no gas, no van. Oh, I didn't care about any of that shit. All I care about was bringing who I thought I, God wanted me to spend the rest of my life with home. You know, so we ended up going down and it was cool as hell. Cause you know, at the time I ain't never really jumped in a van and took a road trip. So we did it. And um, I remember going down there and I told y'all how my mind works. My mind works like movies, scenes in movies. So like, I remember driving and my homie told me, bro, you know the new Sam Smith album drop? And most people don't know I'm a big Sam Smith fan. I'm a big advocate of love, so anybody singing about it, I fuck with it. You get what I'm saying? If it's good, you know? I got a feels like a head rub playlist, and that was all established due to this young lady and, you know, how she made me feel comfortable. Simply with head rubs. It was my safest place on the planet. But 
Back to the story. I'm driving down here. I look in the back of the car. I look. My homie knocked the fuck out in the back of the van, way in the third row or some shit. I'm in the front driving, and I don't know if you've ever driven from Chicago to Atlanta. Many haven't. If you have, there's like a mountainy, rocky period. You know what I'm saying? And in the daytime, we riding through it, and it's fog everywhere. And I'm singing Sam Smith. Baby, girl, you make me crazy. And I'm excited because I'm on the way to get the love of my life. You know what I'm saying? I'm here to pick you up. I'm 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 gonna be your Superman. I'm gonna be your whatever you need me to be. I'm coming. I'm excited. And that shit still plays in my mind today. So when we actually did get down there, we helped her pack up her shit. We got in the truck. We hit a Chick-fil-A. I believe it was Chick-fil-A. I think it was Chick-fil-A. You know, you got to forgive me because I ain't really see nothing other than this young lady sitting next to me. Because you got to understand, this is my first time ever having any type of romantic endeavors with this young lady since I was 13. And my whole life was shaped around making her happy. You know, um, take into account, a lot of people heard me on TikTok Live talking about the way I plan to engage, get engaged to my wife. All of that was designed on how I thought she'd like it. All of that was designed on these movies I watched and how do I make her feel special to make up for what I did. And it, it's a beautiful engagement, if you ask me. For those who know it, you know it. And um, so back to the story. We coming home, music playing. We, we good, we chilling, you know, and we got back. And... Um, now we back and we get in a relationship and, you know, the relationship sparks a baby being born. There were so many more other details, but I'm not here to give you those details because this isn't a story about how my love life came to an end. It's how the lover boy began. You get what I'm saying? The only reason I list the word lost in front of it is because I dream to love again. I pray to God my heart can open up enough to find a woman that I, I create these narratives for. I create these stories for. I create these Disney-like movies, fantasies for. You understand what I'm saying? I thought God had my person planned for me at a young age. Sometimes we wrong. Sometimes we think we know and sometimes we don't. And it takes a lot of life, a lot of heartbreak, a lot of suffering, a lot of lies, a lot of, you know, whatever it is. Whether it's coming from you or it's coming from that person. It takes a lot of that to help you unsee that. And I think when I realized I don't know what God has for me, it led with the term lost. You know what I'm saying? And so I, 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 I quit trying to make up God's plan. And I said, I'm going to accept what you bring to me. And um, the narratives you hear, the I just want to get this off my chest real quick. When you hear that, that's coming from a man who put so much on his chest for that young lady. That's coming from a man who learned to love correctly because of that young lady. I don't think y'all truly understand what it means to be in love. When I hear people say, I've never been in love. I got a Clubhouse episode we doing, I mean, a Clubhouse series we doing. And tomorrow I was talking about how um, love songs can, you know, just lyrics from love songs can summarize your whole life. 
And if I had to give y'all one, I love her. Her is an incredible artist for me. But you know why I love her? Because when I brought that young lady home from Atlanta, her was her favorite artist. So I began to learn it. I just turned down your avenue. Uh, you know what I'm saying? Like, I've been to every her concert she's, since she's hit Chicago. You know what I'm saying? And that's because when you love someone, their hobbies become your hobbies. You find interest in, I'm a real big Marvel fan. I go see Marvel movies. I used, I used to go see Marvel movies the day before they came out. And she learned Marvel for me. You know what I'm saying? Like it was, it was, it was ways we complimented each other. You know what I'm saying? That was, that was healthy and big. So when y'all see me giving advice, oh, back to the hurt. Let me get the lyric off my chest real quick. The movie, the song, best part. You know, I always thought it was an average song at best. You the coffee that I need in the morning. You the sunshine and the rain when it's pouring. I'm like, oh, that's cool and all. Then I had tried an edible. Not tried it for the first time. I, I I did it at him. And I was at a Hurt concert. And I heard her singing. And she said, If life is a movie, then you're the best part. And I don't know if you ever had an edible before. But an edible makes your mind run rapid. So you have 30,000 thoughts in a minute. And my mind went, okay. As she's still singing. Okay. What is she saying? If my life, everything I've been through in the past 27 years was summed up into a two hour and 30 minute movie, my favorite part of this movie was having that young lady I met when I was 13 in my life. That song became different for me. I understood what it meant to be the best part. And when you've been in love, man, it is a zone. It is a place I hope Everybody who watches this, everybody who reposts my videos, everybody who's sharing it, commenting, liking it, whether you just debating on them, I pray, I pray God has it in his will to bless you with something like that. Whether you in love or someone's in love with you. If somebody was to truly ask me, that narrative I created was a narrative I created. I just always thought she saw it the same way and... Heartbreak is when you're wrong. Heartbreak is accepting you're wrong and moving forward. People ask me all the time, you know, because of my depression and because of my mental health and all of the things I battled with before, how am I now? I am blessed that I can give y'all a piece of this to, to walk away with, that I can give you guys a story to, you know, understand that there is still lovers out here. It's real. You know, but... um. I just, I'm happy, and I'm happy to be happy. So when y'all see me giving advice, it's literally so. There's not a man out there who ends up, you know, as a single parent, or a woman out there who ends up as a single parent, or a woman out there who ends up single because she lost the person she loved or a man out there who ends up single because he lost who was who he loved who was good for him who he saw was a god-given gift just watch them videos bro if you got a girlfriend and you just need perspectives on how to make it fresh again just watch the video because you're literally hearing people ask me you know what qualifies you since you're single you're literally hearing you're literally hearing a man 
who has lost. Refound itself, but lost. And baby, listen, if you out there and you're in a relationship, I don't want you to lose. I don't want you to lose. I never envisioned being a single father in my lifetime. But I realized maybe it was God's plan. Who knows? I've learned so much from it. People ask me about my child. I love my child. Don't you ever, don't you ever. My child ain't got nothing to do with my next relationship. But understand this. I said in the song, the day that love is true and I finally utter I do. It had to be good for me, but it must be perfect for you, Logan. Perfect for you. And I know whoever that woman is that I see when I walk down that aisle will be perfect for my son. Because there's no if and buts about it. But everybody wanted to know where this lover boy came from. And that's exactly where this lover boy came from. So when you're listening to my advice, you're hearing me saying something I should have did, something I did, or something I want to do. But love will always be the center focus of everything I do. That's what a lover boy is. That's what a lover girl is. You're a helpless romantic. You can't help it. They say it's in you. It's not on you. You understand what I'm saying? So I'm going to end this like this. I'm going to tell you. For all y'all dreamers out there who utterly believe in love at the bottom of your heart, keep believing. Manifestation is a powerful tool. Let me, let me get that back. because <laughs> Manifestation is a powerful tool. I promise you. God has it out there for you. Because I done built up myself. I done built up my relationship with my child, my relationship with my family, my relationship with God, my relationship with my brothers, all because I lost it all. Now I know how to value it all. You see what I'm saying? See how that works? Sometimes you got to take an L to, to see a W. And all I'm saying is, man, keep believing. Welcome to the Lost Lover Boy house. All the lost lover boys and lost lover girls out there, just know this is a safe space. Please tune in to our Clubhouse episode tomorrow because we're dropping this tonight. Please tune in to our Clubhouse episode tomorrow. I got merchandise coming soon. Can't wait for you guys to see it, see what it looks like. The link to the YouTube channel where you find this will be in my bio. So please feel free to click that. Check this out. Subscribe. I wish my son was here to tell you. Subscribe because I love the way he said it. But um, subscribe, like the video, send it to a friend. Let them know that there is a safe space out here for them. I got music out here. And if you truly want to know me, there's two ways to do it. Click the link in my bio. Jump on Pop Call. You can call me directly. Ask me anything you want. Or two. Listen to the song. The music tells you exactly who I am front to back. It goes over the depression, my relationship with my child, my relationship with God, my past relationship and relationships I aim to have going forward. I can't explain it better to you than that. You understand what I'm saying? So y'all be well, be safe, be blessed. I love you. I pray to God you are open and healed and healthy enough when that love does stumble upon you. If I'm your man... If you think I'm your man, manifestation is a powerful tool. That's all I'm going to say. You might have to catch me in like the gym or something because I be in and out. I be working and I'm going to keep busy. But y'all enjoy y'all night and peace out.